y'all know I always be struggling to remember what to say. So I keep saying I'm gonna do it and here I am finally doing it. Go ahead and follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash at two scrippers one poll. Join us on Patreon for exclusive behind the scenes footage of full episodes as well as poll play and two new segments, Toy Talk and Tales of a Sensual Dom. That's patreon.com forward slash two scrippers one poll. Join us on Instagram at two scrippers one poll and two scrippers one poll the pod because sometimes Instagram be hating. And finally, don't forget to rack up all the toys to bust maximum nuts. Head on over to Balesa and use code BB2S1PNUTS. Now let's get into some shit this week. You can, I think this camera's crooked. Um, honestly, I don't, I started this episode in the car. I think my camera's still crooked. That just kind of sets the tone for today. So I, I think I prefaced this in the car. I'm a little drunk. I might even, I'm not even going to hold you. Um, the Taylor Port, y'all, I just came back in the house. Shout out Mia. We went to Swingers Club in D.C. That's mini golf for those who don't know. We didn't go to a Swingers Club. But beforehand, I had some Taylor Port. It's been a minute since I've been off the port. Um, and she kicked my ass. She did, like, really bad. Um, and I'm in the house, and it's thunderstorm outside. And, yeah, I'm about to paint my toes. I got some things I want to talk about. And wait a minute. Before I get started, my mom is actually the cutest. So I went to her house before I um, headed out to meet Mia because she had got me a birthday present. And she told me, well, she made me a birthday present because that's where I get my artistic side from. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to me and my artistic skill by my art. Um... So she had told me how um, she had got me a little something and she actually made me, my mom makes a lot of the bracelets that I wear if you're on Patreon or like if you pay attention on the clips or um, on like the mini sods. a lot of the bracelets. I think I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have 10 bracelets and I have three ankle bracelets. Out of my ankle bracelets, my mom bought me one when she went on a trip and the other two she made. And then, what did I count? Let me count again. I taught art, not math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Out of the, oh, my bad, y'all. Out of the 10 bracelets that I wear, she made me um, eight or seven of them. I think because I know one of them this one that like you can adjust it's like a it's like a um I don't know what kind of 
Oh shit! Damn it! Oh my god! Um, I don't know what kind of bracelet that is. This is, but on my last day of teaching, um, shout out to you, Kayla. Um, one of my first year students actually gave me a bracelet and it says queen on it so i wear that all the time and then one day randomly um when i went to the park for one of my friends she had a start out zainab um we had we did kickball and these two little girls randomly came up with like handmade bracelets and they gave me and katie one and i think they ended up coming back and giving like more people one um but yeah, other, and I think one of these I might have gotten from the store. And I don't really know because I know my mom made some bracelets like this before. And I can't remember, but like I had a bracelet like this and it broke. So maybe she gave me this one. I don't know. That's besides the point. But I get my maker's um, skill from my mother. So um, she had made me, she's so freaking cute. Um, she made me a bracelet that has like, oh, I don't, where is it? Do I have it? No, it's not right in my reach. Um, but she made me a bracelet that's like teal and orange, which I love. That's my favorite set of complimentary colors. So she made that for me. Uh, cause she was like, I figured you just have like a bathing suit that matches it. And like, it gives cruise vibes. So it's like the bracelet is orange and blue beads, various sizes. And then she made some matching earrings that have like the same like they're like turquoise so it's like turquoise um beads and then she added like these like orange and blue feathers kind like they're kind of orangish blue um she's like I just feel like it's cruise vibes and I, I just thought you might like it so I was like you know what I'll come get it because obviously my birthday was last week um um she was like, I just feel like it would be really cute on the cruise. So I was like, okay, like with school and everything, I haven't, I have not been able to really talk to or hang out with anybody. Like anything that I've done has been pre-planned. That's just kind of what it is. Like you gotta, you gotta tell me a date. I'll tell you yes or no. And we go from there. So I was like, oh, okay, well, if you made it for me for the cruise, cause you thought you would see me by now. Um, I'm gonna come get it. But anyway, I'm saying all of this to say she got me a card and my mom always does like I love cards and she does always does a great job and usually she'll give me like a serious card and a funny card. Like when I graduated undergrad, she got me a card that was, you know, talking about just like there's so much strength in you and you always put your best foot forward, blah, 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 all this sappy stuff. And then one of the other cards was like, <laughs> it was like, oh my God, her brain's so big or some shit like that. I still have it, but I'm not about to, oops, sorry y'all. Um, I'm not about to try to go sift through it cause I got shit to do. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to record this before I finish doing said shit. So the card that she got me for my birthday this year. So for those of you watching, and maybe I'll put this in the story, but it says, daughter, you're a joy to be with. Your laugh is contagious. Your spirit is uplifting. And then when you open it, it says, you should have your own podcast. <laughs> and then she wrote, oh, you already do. Happy birthday, love mom. Like she's so cute this is adorable um thanks mom i do have my own podcast so hey y'all welcome back to another episode of two scrippers one pole um that click i'm like little wayne um 
I am finishing my J that I started earlier. So that's what that is. And because I'm talking, it just keeps like going in and out. So let me find my notes so I can try to stay. Where's my iPad? Because it was something specifically that I did want to talk about. But I wrote down the notes, y'all. I be trying. Um, Is this not? Because they sometimes be. Is this it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, so last week I was talking about um how I was going to charge $333 for like squirting videos, right? I've upped the ante. I decided $3,333.33. Who, why is, why is, okay, hold on, because, is it a, I'm recording an episode, and so, what are you doing? You sound busy. Oh, how long are you going to be up? Okay, I'll call you back when I finish recording. I'm going to send you a... The way you said text, you sound kind of country. But I got you. Well, if you're... Okay, well, if I call you twice, then it'll... End, I don't know. I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll hit you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was... If y'all ain't pick up on that, uh, for those of y'all listening, that was Juan. Shout out him. I miss you, friend. Um, But... Um, yeah, I upped the ante, right? So this past August, I took, um, Mistress Marley's Fendom boot camp, and I'm not going to talk too much about it just because I be trying to watch what I say, and this isn't in a, in a bad way, but I be trying to watch what I say because, like, obviously I'm in a public eye, and I have my foot in the door in so many different ways, and I don't really know who's watching, but I say all that to say is that, like, I don't want to give too much because I don't want to get sued. At the end of the day, I don't want to get sued, and I don't want to, like, say certain things, and then it turns out that, like, I wasn't supposed to say that. But if you're interested in becoming a dominatrix, a pro-dominatrix, or if you're interested in financial dominatrix, financial, mm, fucking words, financial domination, I will die on the hill. I definitely recommend um, Patreon courses, self-paced. You can pay as little as $5.30 a month, and you get access to certain stuff in, you know, and then go from there. So that's what I did. My experience, I was like, I saw her in New York and um, I wanted to follow it. I reached out to her to kind of get like, because I was like, I don't want to just spend money blindly and I don't know what I'm getting because it's like different courses. So um, I had reached out to her and I was like, I'm interested in foot fetish and ignore fetish to be specific. And I'm just trying to figure out which course would be best to do because it's like a $5, there's a $10 and I think there's a $20. Um, but there's also different categories within. So there's like several different $5, several different $10 and then several different $20. Um, and I'm balling on a budget. So she told me which one to pick and it's self-paced. So I was just kind of like doing my own research here and there, setting up profiles that I needed to. And I thought it was good information. I was learning more and I was like, I would be interested in doing like an actual intensive, not one. I didn't do the one-on-one because I was just like, well, 
I really don't have the money for that. But like now that I've done the Fendom boot camp, I think I paid, I had got like a, a late ticket. So I think I paid for four weeks. I think I paid like 150, which still wasn't bad with as much information I got. And like, um, just like the extra benefits of that. Uh, and then now that I've done that and I'm also a lot more comfortable because the biggest thing that I was struggling with personally was just like the content creation piece and I said this before I think actually let me pull up my sorry let me pull up my iPad because um if anybody is interested I want to give as accurate as information what the fuck um, as, as accurate information as I can. Swingling party, and that was my- Whoa, okay. Hey, Deshaun. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. Fat fingers. Um, I'm trying to see what episode it was that I kind of mentioned. I feel like it was Minnesota 12. No, it wasn't Minnesota 12. It was Minnesota 11, where I was talking about sex work, and I really don't remember. I lost my sentence in the middle of my sentence per usual, so I really don't remember- what I was even saying with that um yeah I really forgot what I just said that's crazy um blame it on the alcohol blame it on the alcohol um you know that's that's actually crazy but um yeah so if anybody is interested in financial domination I 10 out of 10 will recommend her courses um, and yeah, like even, I, I feel like even if you don't end up going deeper into it, like $5 and 30 cent a month is not bad to just get your foot in the door and see like what you would possibly be getting into. Oh, I think that's what I was talking about. Like I had, I had been doing that, doing the research, trying to figure out like what kinks am I actually interested in personally, but also what would I be comfortable doing for someone else? Um, so giving, not necessarily receiving or topping instead of bottoming. Uh, so I did all of that in the one part that I just couldn't really grasp my head around was like the content creation piece. So I, that's where I was at. So I had mentioned this in Minnesota 11, um, is that like you are a content creator, cre content creator because you are, you're, you have to market yourself. So you're making different type of videos that are catering to different fetishes. Fe fetishes. Fe I feel like that's not a word, but it could be the Taylor Port talking. Um, but different fetishes. Yeah, that's right. What am I talking about? Um, and yeah, so that was the part that I just didn't understand. Like, how do I make content? What is my content centered around? So the Fendom Bootcamp really helped me with that. Uh, she has a whole bunch of stuff on like uh branding building your brand content creation like just having the confidence to step in this space and own you and who you are and like owning your brand and then um also uh like how to even okay you're here you have all this stuff but like how do you actually carry on the conversation or what does like you know continuation of like building your brain of like not brain brand um yeah so I say all that to say highly recommend um but yeah part of the part part of the uh conversation was like you know uh setting price 
as an entrepreneur, a business owner, um, setting price is always, is a creator. Setting price is always the hard part because it's like, am I charging too little? Am I charging too much? You try to compare yourself to other people and what their price is looking like or like what they're doing. But at the end of the day, your price is your price. And I promise you somebody's going to pay it. It might not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It's just when you look at everything overall, somebody out there is going to pay it. So if you set it, just what you have to think about is like, you how much work did you put into it how much did it actually cost you to produce whatever it is and then honestly truly you got to kind of have a conversation yourself of like how much am I worth how how much energy or skill did I put into this right um so know know your worth and add tax shout out to her so um I had said originally three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents and then I said three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents why because motherfuckers literally just tip people four thousand five thousand six thousand twenty thousand dollars so what's not to say and so it might not be today it might not be tomorrow it might not be next week it might not be next month it might not be next year but I'm putting that price tag on it because really I just don't want like I said last last week I just don't want your everyday nigga seeing my pussy and if you willing to pay for it, I'll take your money. Um, this day on that. And also, so the reason why the three, three, threes, like I'm just following threes. I've noticed that number. It's a couple other numbers. Ooh, I just cracked my neck. And I don't know if y'all heard that. It kind of hurt, but it felt good at the same damn time. Um, I'm following threes right now. It's just the number that I've noticed, like, in a lot of um personal numbers um i've seen threes and i've seen some other numbers but i'm not gonna say too much because you know i always be saying people be listening Mm. i don't want y'all to be listening too hard and y'all be trying to steal my identity but like also you don't want to steal my identity because realistically i'm not shit and that's that my boobs look great and also like it's like a little it's like a little it's not sweat it's raindrops on my chest so it looks like I'm glistening but really I'm just hot as shit um so I'm just following the pattern of threes and I've always noticed I've all I just always been drawn to threes so I'm just going with that I'm trying to listen to that shout out Jesse Reyes because her number is 11 and she's following 11 so I'm following threes um podcasting so I have this written down a couple things about cod mm, cod pasting i like that word we cod pasting baby so um i had a couple of things i wanted to say about this so let's see how well i remember that but one of them um i put content creator versus life and so i I mean, like, I keep telling myself I'm going to record ahead of time. And it was easier, like, when I was doing it with somebody else, right? Because it was conversations. It was just, it's just natural conversations that I have with people. That's how this started, and that's what I want to continue. And I didn't really see it becoming me doing it by myself. Um, but now that I'm, I think everything happens for a reason, and, um, and that's no shade at all. But I do think that everything happens for a reason. And realistically, like, 
I'm just not in a space right now to be able to do this with somebody else because it's been the beauty of like, oh, okay, well, I know I have an episode consistency piece. I, I know I have an episode coming up, but I also need to take some time to myself or do this or do that. So I can record an episode in my car. I can record an episode at the park. I can record wherever I need to record um, because I don't have to match with anybody else's schedule. And as much as I be telling y'all to write or send stories, questions, and topics to Two Scrippers, One Poll, or join Patreon, or do whatever else I be telling y'all to do, and y'all just be ignoring me, because I guess it's fun, and y'all just like hearing my voice. Clearly, y'all like hearing my voice, because y'all back here every motherfucking week. But I digress. Um, shit, I went on this whole fucking tangent cursing y'all out, and I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Um, yeah, so like... I be calling out. I think my toes are falling asleep because I was just, I had so much aggression just now saying that, that I like clenched my toes. And so I have to wiggle them a little bit to wake them back up. But um, I be trying to call on y'all and y'all be half-ass participating, but I get it. Um, and at the end of the day, I don't have to truly consider anybody else's schedule feelings or whatever about whatever I talk about because now it is mine and I do what is suiting me right now so that's one thing like because people be like oh well you know and when it first happened I was like two scrippers one pole like it's supposed to be two of us and it's only me and it just don't make sense but obviously once it got started I was like I'm gonna just stick with two scrippers one pole because I'm not gonna change it um but people have been like oh well are you going to get a co-host are you going to get a co-host and it started out with like oh I'm going to have Juan my cousin and Big Tao as like my rotational host and for the most part you know my cousin has been featured featured in several episodes and then you know Juan Life Be Life and, and Tao I hang out with her all the time but we just like we be saying we're going to record and then it just don't happen and so that was the other piece that I wanted to like bring up is just like Sometimes, like, I be finding myself in this weird space of, like, I'm having a conversation because this is, like, I I mean, essentially a, con a podcast is a conversation either, I guess in this case, I'm technically talking to myself, but I'm talking to y'all who are listening. Um, but it's just, it's a conversation. And sometimes they're more focused. And this one is just kind of, like, I always say, you get what the fuck I give you. Um, and... So I'll find myself having conversations with lots of people. And in my head, I'll be like, oh, my God, this would be this will be such a good episode. Like, I love this. And I'll be I'll have conversations about uh, being a, a financial dominatrix. I'll have conversations about art therapy. I'll have conversations about life. I'll have so many conversations about things that are relevant to this podcast. And I just be like, "Ooh, I, I want to record this. But then I have to remember, like. You know, when it comes, if I if I remember this conversation or when the time comes, like it'll it'll be the time to record it. I don't I want to have genuine conversations as they come and I don't want anybody in my life to feel like their content. Right. So I have the piece of like, oh, doing this by myself was like daunting at first, but it's like it's like a bittersweet feeling. And then um the I don't want people to feel like I'm using them for the sake of content. And then 
and I just want things to feel genuine always like authenticity is so important it's one of my values and then the other piece is like on I guess maybe oh my neck I gotta crack it no I already cracked it okay um maybe on the receiving tip um I don't really know what it would be considered but people coming to me saying how oh I want to be on the episode I want to be this I want to be that and I'm like that's cool and all I'm more than open to having people come because it's conversation based so I feel like we can have a good conversation but also with that being said like I'm not just about to have any and everybody on here. Just because I have a show doesn't mean we're, I'm about, like, I don't want to record every single thing. So for the people that be like, oh, I want to be, oh, I wasn't on an episode or I want to be on an episode, I want to be an episode. The other thing that I've noticed is that, like, a lot of times the people that do that don't even be listening. So you keep talking about how you want to be on my platform, which is crazy to say to me. Like, it's weird saying certain things out loud because I do like to think of myself as humble and um, as humble as I try, you know, I, I gotta be and self-aware, but like being, okay. So I'm self-aware and that helps me acknowledge certain things that are to my advantage or in my favor. But also saying that out loud feels kind of like obnoxious and just like oh fully yourself and conceited but it's just like I mean I recognize things for what they are but anyway back to my original thought um yeah like I've noticed a lot of times and I could be wrong maybe they just don't talk about it in a certain way but it's not that it's like I also don't want to I don't want you to just like every second of the day like you just bring it up my podcast to me because like okay cool thank you for the support I appreciate it I appreciate it so much um but like I also don't like I I know that you listen I don't know I don't know I'm more than my podcast is what I'm getting at and it's like certain people that just like every chance they get oh I'm trying to be on a podcast I'm trying to be on a podcast I'm trying to be on a podcast and some of those people I think you would be a great fit for the podcast. I do. I think that we have some things in common. There's some conversations that we could definitely have, but I don't actually see you supporting. I don't see your support anywhere besides you saying, oh, I'm trying to be on your podcast. Because what you're not about to do is get free clout off of me. Like it's one thing if like I shout you out on my own accord or whatever the case may be but like for you to just keep saying like oh oh I'm trying to do this I'm trying to do this I'm trying to do this and I don't really even see any effort from you besides I'm trying to do this it's just kind of like I got questions um yeah y'all so tell me why the fuck so my high school wow coming up on 10 years but my um un, mm, my orientation for my grad school program so it was two weeks ago yeah it was two weeks ago um and they were talking they were walking us through like the student handbook and everything and y'all why the fuck is an 84 an f i said oh put me in another program because what the hell is this 
Um, so I had a very visceral, audible reaction. And my professor explained it to me that basically, like, um, what it is, I'm about to start doing my toes because y'all know I'm going to be on a boat and I need to be cute. My toes got to look scrum dilly um So me getting the cotton ball go, 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 go. um i really should have got some cuticle oil i can't even see let me turn this light on because i can't see shit Ugh. um let me move this closer to me um so my professor was talking about how uh i really can't even see that well um the reason why the grading scale is so low or maybe high, well, the reason why F is an 84 is because the way the program w works, because it's a grad program, I can't get less than a 3.0. And I'm only taking 60 credits, which I believe of like a, a bachelor's degree, I think it's like you need a minimum of 120. So I'm getting like half of the credits I need. So you have less courses to do the average. Um, and if you get anything that is below, so you get like, it goes from A, B to F. And if you get anything that's lower than a B, then it's going to be really hard for you to actually pass or uh, to graduate the program with a 3.0 and so the reason why they made that an f is because um did i say this already i don't know well i'm saying it again um the reason why they made it an f is because it allows you to be able to retake the course so if i got a c or a d that would be stuck on my transcript and if you get an F, then you're able to retake it. And we're only allowed one F um, in the program. So I had part of the reason why I had such a visceral response was because when I was taking um, photography alongside my ethics class this summer, I had actually, I thought I was going to end up getting a C in photography. And I was like, damn, I'm getting a C in a class that I I need, but like it's not technically a part of my program because I could have taken photography, um, mixed media, and I think ceramics. Like I need to take two out of the three. So theoretically, photography wasn't really um, mandatory or ne necessary. So... I'm like, damn, I almost fumbled the bag, but I ended up getting an A in both. Um, yeah, so that really took me off guard. Um, and speaking of my orientation, hold on, let me go get this piece. Um, so... That whole week, like, leading up to school and my actual first week of school, it was exciting. I had so much fun. Like I've said, I love learning. I love school. I love my program. Both my internship and, like, my actual program are amazing. And um, so I've been on, like, a high for that reason. 
But the day, or I guess the night of my internship, um, I found out that one of my friends overdosed. And I had been dealing with that really um, for the past week. And I'm okay. Like, I've, I've talked about death openly on many episodes before. And I'm just kind of at the point, unfortunately, unfor- but unfortunately, like, I'm so sorry that I've had to lose so many people to get to this point and I think it's having lost so many people and I'm actually coming up on a year where I almost lost my life in a car accident back to back um so having lost so many people and coming so close to death myself um so on top of each other I'm not numb but I've just accepted it for what it is um so I say all of that to say that I can pro like I'm I feel like my processing is much faster because I understand how I process death um and so it happened I found out I got an inkling that it happened the night of my orientation and then it was confirmed the next morning. So I was kind of processing that. And then um, my birthday, I went out to karaoke. Thank you to everybody that came out. I had a fucking blast. I'm actually surprised I didn't lose my voice because I, I I was with y'all. Thought of me was younger, you were my, my boo. And that's not even a song that I sung, but y'all know I love Usher. And I will die on a hill that Usher is amazing. But I think I sung like Justin Timberlake's Senorita. Um, I ended the night with Keyalicious. Um, <laughs> I ended the night with Fergalicious. Um, but I did like this little speech because when I was in elementary school which I had no fucking business on my space in elementary school but that was back when like you know you had the uh websites where you could get like a a code for your profile so I had and you know you had you had like a song a song so I usually would have I think my very first profile was Chris Brown popping so I had a Chris Brown popping background and I had the song and then I think I've switched over to Fergalicious. Um, cause when I, yeah, cause when I first made my MySpace, I was using my mom's account. And then I switched over to, um, I had made my own account. And I had Fergalicious, a Fergie background, and Fergalicious as my profile page. And then I made an email, Keyalicious. And Keyalicious just kind of stuck from there. So that's when the original, like, I've always been a bad bitch. But when Keyalicious came about, that's when it really was just like, I'm destined for greatness. And here I am. So I did a little speech because I'm sappy. And I sung that. It was a great time. So again, thank you to everybody that came out. Um, And then, you know, my friends was picking songs. And I was, I wasn't singing. I was screaming. Um, usually my go-to karaoke song is, uh, is, and I'm telling you by Jennifer Hudson, uh, but I did not sing that. Nobody sung that. Um, and also, so I went to Live K at, at the Wharf and that's my second time going. The first time I went, 
I went for somebody else's party, which is where I got the idea from. And then I got there a little bit late because I had went to like a, a, um, a class, a class. Um, and then when the party was over, me and Tal stayed and we just like sat at the main bar and sang. And that I actually meant to like make an episode about that because that shit was weird. It was like these younger people and they weren't. They had to, they were younger than 25, but they were adults because you have to be at least 21 to get in there, I think, after a certain time. So they were just being really weird with like hogging the music and making smart comments and I don't know. So it was a weird vibe, but me and Todd was like, listen, we pay, we hear, we monitor, which we didn't even, because it's free to do the karaoke in like the main room, so... Yeah, it was just weird. But that was the first time I went. So then that's where I got the idea. And I've seen people like go before. So I got the idea to do that. The only, I probably, I don't know if I would do it again though. Because just ironically that day, traffic was a shit show. So my reservation was from 8 to 10. Because they give you two hours and you have up until five minutes afterwards to get out. Or they charge you additional time. So it was supposed to start at 8 from eight to nine and then when I got there it was literally like me um me and Dixie because Dixie came with me shout out to you caramel um caramel came with me she was there um and so she she got there I don't know if she got there like right before us or right after us um, and then my cousin came and then everybody else just kind of started trickling in but because majority of my party wasn't there luckily nobody reserved the space after us so I was able to push it back so I was thinking like oh, okay like some people a lot of people said they were on their way um and so I, I pushed it back to 8 30 um but some people didn't even get there till like 9 and some people didn't even get there till 9 30 um so it was like that, mm, one person might not have got there till close to 10 but anyway I say all that to say they kicked us out around 10 30 so that's the only thing is like if you're going to do it like really try to think about a time and obviously I couldn't have truly predicted but because the wharf is so busy down there just like look ahead of time and see like what's supposed to be going on because traffic was a nightmare like we were stuck in traffic and then there was traffic in the garage I didn't even want to park in a garage and usually I will park on the street before I park in a garage but we were already running late because I think it usually takes me like maybe like 25 to 35 minutes to get down to the wharf from where I live and it I had to go pick up Dixie and so from there it it took us if not an hour definitely almost an hour y'all I was some dick I'm not even gonna hold you like it's a couple things that's holding me back from making a call to get some dick um one of them being I have I so I <laughs> I've been growing my hair out. I haven't gotten a wax in like fucking forever. And I'm just at a point where this shit just looks crazy. Like I really need to hire a landscaper. And so a couple weeks ago, I kind of convinced myself that I was just going to like pluck the hairs out. It wasn't a couple weeks ago. It was more like whenever the shit happened with my car. So that was like a month ago. But I convinced myself I was just going to like hand pluck everything out. And I made it very far down 
my area, my vulva-ish area. I don't actually know the name of this part, but I know, I know, I don't think that part's called the vulva. But anyway, the top half of my parts, um, I plucked it down till it got to like the really sensitive area and everything was great. And then I started getting like really bad ingrown hairs, which I was like, that's crazy because that don't normally happen. But um, so I have really been trying to like leave that area alone so that it can just kind of process itself. And so it just grew like nobody's business and it was looking crazy. But I was like, I really don't want to shave because it's been so long. It's been a while since I've shaved. I haven't got a wax in. I haven't gotten a wax for a couple reasons because it's been it's been so long since I've got it. I know it's going to hurt in two. I just don't like. I had to cut things from my budget, and that's not part of my budget. Um, so I say all that to say my hair was getting long, so I took some pair of scissors and I trimmed it down. But I was like, all right, it still looked crazy, and I'm going to be running around on this boat with the bikinis on, and I can't just be having the bush come out. Like, I can, but that's not. Kudos to you if you're a bush, a bush person, but I'm not. So, um... That is part of the reason why I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to try to get no dick. And two, the other reason, again, because like I said, I'm still figuring out this this celibacy thing. Um, but that's not like a huge factor because, again, like the biggest thing for me is. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to navigate the conversation, but it's crazy because I was just talking to my friend about, um, she was telling me about how she was missing a, a person in their life. And, you know, she was trying, she feels like she's always the biggest person, but like, she's really hurting. And I was like, well, at the end of the day, the worst that can happen is somebody says no. And once somebody says no, you just kind of, you got to pick it up and move from there. And like, you can kind of, you as best you can, you can kind of figure out for yourself, like, well, if they say yes, or if they're receptive of what I have to say, you can take that and, and figure out what's a possible solution from there, or they say no, and you take that and you figure out a possible, possible solution from there. But either way, you're never really going to know how that's going to go until you approach the situation. And um, it might not even look how you envisioned it like you might have thought like okay a or b is gonna happen but really c happens so you know the longer you sit on it the more anxious the situation becomes and depending on the context of the situation it could potentially get worse so i say all that to say is like i'm still figuring out what exactly that looks like for me because um i'm trying to figure out how to navigate a certain conversation that really I just need to fucking go out and have um so that's why I don't got no dick because I'm still flippy floppy and um it's a fucking forest down here like this shit haha and my car's name is forest it it looks insane and I just don't think that anybody should be near my parts when it looks this crazy somebody called PETA because it is definitely animal abuse down there um but I said that and I was what was I talking about um I was talking about death that's crazy 
Um, so Carrie, I was talking about karaoke, but I brought that up because of death. So, um, yeah, I had a weird experience the first time I went, but then I was like, the only time I would go back is renting my own room. But now that I've rented my own room, I, I would have to look more into if it's really worth it. But like, I definitely don't like just like the free for all, um, the free for all, uh, karaoke. So, you know, I, back in 2020, I had planned this whole birthday party, you know, there was, that was still the thick of COVID and things were uncertain and there were restrictions on everything. So I was supposed to have, this is really close. Sorry, y'all. Um, I was supposed to have a pool party. Hold on, because it says it's recording, but my screen locked. Okay, I was supposed to have a pool party, but then the days leading up to it, it was calling for a thunderstorm. And y'all, when I say I was really breaking my back trying to plan this party, um, and I almost spent like $600, which first of all, $600 that I didn't even have, and I wasn't even asking nobody to put up for that, like, I was just doing it because I was like, oh, well, it's supposed to be like 25 people and I want this and I want that and I want these people. And I'm, I'm trying to be considerate of like, I got friends that are pescatarians. I got friends that are vegetarians. So I need to make sure that I have this and I want to have this, that and third. Like, I will never do that shit again because I was really stressed out. And so as mad as I was as that 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 pool party didn't happen, it put it it was a catalyst for like how I celebrate my birthday now, but I had did all of that shit for it to not even work out. And then when I changed my plans, no longer from a pool party to an event that like people had to pay for, I started noticing like some people, Oh, you was free this day, but now you, now you're not free no more that I'm doing this. And I'm asking you to like put money up. Um, so it was part of that. And I just found that like whenever it's always other people. Oh, what are you doing for your birthday? What are you doing for your birthday? And they stress me out about it. And I'm like, I just, I can't do that no more. I'm not willing to do that no more. So that happened 2020. And then 2021, I had like a cookout for my birthday. And that's when I had asked people. It was still COVID happening and school and COVID still happening now but you know what I mean like it was still pretty like kind of thick and school has started um so I had asked people to contribute because I did like an at-home brunch and I had asked them to send me I think like $25 which is cheaper than a regular brunch and I went and got like a whole bunch of champagne bottles from Lax uh and I had went to Costco and bought like different breakfast foods and stuff and I set up like a little waffle bar and just like a whole I cooked and and made drinks everything and and we were in the backyard of um one of my friend's houses and it was just it was lit so I had a good time then uh still had a little bit of stress because I was still having to organize stuff um so then 2022, I didn't do anything really. I had, my birthday was on a Tuesday. I went out to lunch with my mom and then me and Katie went out to dinner. And last year was also the first year that my birthday did not 
I wasn't teach like I didn't have anything to do with school. I wasn't teaching. I wasn't in class. So I could do whatever I wanted to do. But I realistically, I wasn't really in a space to do anything because I wasn't really talking to anybody because I was still financially recovering. Um, and I was still emotionally recovering because of the because of that breakup. So, um, yeah. So this year with my birthday being on a Wednesday and with um me being in school I definitely was impressed so I had people like oh what are we what are you doing for your birthday what are you doing for your birthday and I'm just like mm, mm. so I was gonna I was like I might do a dinner I might do karaoke but even then realistically it was more so me doing it because everybody else just kept asking me like oh let me know your birthday plans what you doing for your birthday not because I cared to do anything so, um, then I found out that my friend had passed and, um, his viewing, um, he is Hispanic. He was Hispanic. His family is Hispanic. And, um, I don't know like how universal this is, but I have another friend, um, who passed away in 2019 and he was also Hispanic or his family was also Hispanic. So they did it the same way um so I don't know if it's like part of the culture but it was basically like the viewing of their body was the night before the burial from like 9 p.m to 9 a.m so my friends was 8 30 to 9 and my reservation was it was 8 to 9 but it ended up being 8 no it was 8 to 10 so it ended up being 8 30 to 10 30 so that's besides the point everybody was like what are you doing what are you doing doing I was like I'm going to karaoke and then I'm going to like view my friend and people just kept asking me what I was, was I was, what I was doing. And I was like, I'm going to view my friend and then I have a funeral in the morning. And it's not that I don't care to do anything, but like, as far as I was concerned, I did what I needed to do. And I felt like my birthday was celebrated. So everybody kept asking me and I was like, well, I'm not opposed to like going out and continue to celebrate but I'm not doing the work like y'all are the ones that want to go out and I'm down with the shit but I'm not stressing myself out to go do something because I did what I felt you know was sufficient um and so I bring that all up to say that um where's my iPad so I can look it up um I just, I've, like I've said many times, I've been taking note of patterns that occur. Um, And for the past couple of weeks, and especially since my friend passed away, um, I've noticed a lot of bees. Bees have just like, I've been sitting in, I've been sitting on my porch and that's actually, you know, I start a sentence and then I lose my sentence mid thought, but um, was it? It was last week's mini-sode. Um, I was I had wanted to do it on the balcony, but a bee kept coming and bothering my leg. And I think I had said, because, oh, I was going to do it outside, but it was hot. But that was the real reason. A bee was harassing me. Um, but I put that on the video. For those of you who listen on uh, or who watch the the mini shows on YouTube you already saw that but for those of you who are like I'm a listener that's it that's all that's all I'll ever be I respect it but 
I had did the episode inside because the bee kept harassing me. And I've noticed whenever I sit on my balcony, I really be minding my business and then a bee will come and it will not leave me alone. Um, and then when I was editing another episode, I've actually realized that this has been happening for a while. Um, and then when we buried my friend, uh, after we buried him, we popped a bottle over his grave, his favorite bottle or not his favorite bottle, but it was, it was a good bottle to him. Um, it was a, a bottle of Bel Air blue. <laughs> so we popped that bottle over his grave and then we all just kind of sat outside, um, and just like chilled. Like I, I got the blankets on my car. Always keep blankets in your car. So we sat outside, um, next to his grave and we all just kind of chatted and reminiscing, repping, reminiscing reminisced is what I'm trying to say all that good stuff um and I just kept noticing bees and it could have been because of the sugars in the champagne um but again just noticing patterns and I was like huh bees um so I brought that up because in uh class the other day we were doing this exercise it was like basically like an ink blot test and I don't know if that was actually what it was called because I'm not going to hold you. I kind of be half-assed listening in class sometimes because just the way my brain works, I be trying to listen and it just be going in and out too much and I just can't keep up. So I think it was like an ink block test, but like not an ink block test. Anyway, so I did this. And she, my professor wanted us to do it in black first and because you get to you see it better. And so I did it, and this was the orientation. And so to me, this looks like some kind of like starfish, shellfish hybrid thing. Go maybe a leaf now that I'm looking at it at a distance. Some kind of something. And then she said, but turn it around. And so when I turned it around, I immediately saw a bee. And, um, then I like made this like audible, like, Oh my God. And everybody was like, are you okay? Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, and just got like really excited about that. And of course I have found the, um, I had looked more before that happened though, before the ink blot test, I looked up, uh, the meaning of like a bee or the significance of a bee, a reoccurring bee. And I did not send the source that I looked at myself. Um, Let me see. Is this it? I don't think. Um, Well, I don't think this is it. um, The one that I looked up on my phone, but... Uh, I, yeah, I, when I notice something keeps reoccurring, I look into like the spiritual meaning of it. And so it said that bees are signs of good luck. Uh, it means to pay attention to your intuition. It means a sign of a new opportunity, spiritual growth, uh, feminine power, appreciating the small things in life or a sign of protection. Um, and I think this was the same source. If not, if not the same source. It was the same idea. It was a positive thing. Um, So I thought that was interesting. And to see that, it made me happy. And I was, like, kind of having a hard time processing his death because I was like, 
everybody was talking about the last time they saw him. And it was like a couple of days before. And the only reason why I'm not saying his name is because I want to be respectful of like the family and still letting people process. And it goes back to like, I don't want people to feel like their content for the purpose of me talking to you all. Um, I want things to still be private and I want to allow people the time to, to grieve and process and, and all that. But I also, I mean, I'm talking about it because I'm also acknowledging my experience of like trying to handle it. So like, I know that I have like a more for better or worse advance understanding of death or exception of death than most people so like during during this whole process like a lot of people have been trying to process for themselves and I've been having conversations with them and in in trying to hold space and I've had people like are you okay are you okay and I'm like I I mean I am I I feel my feelings as they come like if I feel like I need to cry I will cry in that moment no matter if I'm sad mad upset or whatever like I'm just at the point where like if I feel the tears come in, I'll let them drop and I kind of assess of like, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Blase, blase. Um, so I found myself holding space for a lot of other people because as I've said before, um, whenever somebody passes, I just, I, I think about the things that that person emulated that show light and love to me and it's always been light and love and so my friend had a beautiful smile always smiling like I'm gonna miss that smile but it's also ingrained in my head but like all my friends were talking about the last time they saw them it was like a couple of days here like oh the day before or two days before or blah blah blah, whatever and I'm like I cannot remember for whatever reason I cannot remember the exact last time I saw him. And I felt some way about that at first. But then I keep having like flashbacks and memories of like us on FaceTime or us like I'm pulling, I'm walk, I'm driving down the street and I see him walking. Hey, what's up? Or like I pull up to the crib and he's there like or he just pop up on us when we outside like I just keep having these rent or when I give him a ride home like sometimes I'll look over in my passenger seat and I just envision him there like and I remember the conversations we had in the car on the front porch and that was a little hard at first but then I'm like I'm glad that I don't have a last memory and that I have all these flashbacks because I can true and out of all the people that I lost this one this one really does hurt um, it really does because I'm like, damn, I'm really not about to see, like, I'm not about to see you no more. And that's the part that's like hard for me to process a little bit. But then I keep having all these flashbacks and I'm like, you're still here. You're still with me. So I brought up the bee part because it was like, I noticed all these bees. And so I had looked into it and I had meaning to talk about it. And then at the funeral, I noticed the bees and I was like, you're still here. And so like now whenever I see bees, I be I be thinking about him and so I know he's resting easy but I'm going on a whole rant about death that be like depressing but like I don't know maybe somebody needs to hear that and so if you're processing a loss as I always say I'm sending you light and love um 
I don't know if y'all watch. So, like, Disney Channel, when I was young, Disney Channel was fucking lit, bro. Like, That's So Raven, even Stevens, Kim Possible. And I ain't really watch Kim Possible like that. Um, Hannah Montana, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was just a Waverly place. Like, it was so... And, and Sister, Sister, did I say Proud Family already? Like, it was so many different shows. I could... I could honestly go on, but also at the same time, I don't really remember all of them. But Disney Channel, when I was Cheetah Girl, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah just gotta do what you gotta do. If it's one thing y'all need to know about me, I'm a motherfucking Cheetah Girl through and through, baby. Okay? Cheetah Girls is my shit. I am Raven Simone, and don't let nobody tell you otherwise. I am her, okay? Like, I'm a che- I am a cheetah girl. Actually, at my funeral, I want my urn to be a fucking cheetah print. And I want everybody to come dress. Nah, y'all can't dress in cheetah print because I'm the cheetah girl. So make, well, y'all not going to bury me. I want to be cremated. Anyway, off of death, Disney Channel. So Disney Channel was lit. And then it got to, like, this weird stage. And I really feel like it was after... Wizards of Waverly, I feel like Wizards of Waverly Place was like really the last good show and it was just kind of like they were trying to find themselves and then I can't remember for the life of me what the name of the show that Zendaya was on um but she was on a show and I actually hated that show but I like Zendaya or Zendaya however you choose to say her name but I'm in this moment right now in the current state that I'm in her name is Zendaya so um because her character's name was Rocky. And I, yeah, I didn't fuck with the show, but I fuck with her. So I'm really glad to see that she has grown as an actress the way she did. Um, but yeah, Disney Channel really had a sucky period. And it was like, I just couldn't get with any of the shows. But Good Luck Charlie? Oh, baby. Excuse me. Good Luck Charlie was my shit. That, oh, I love that show so much. Um... And I was thinking about it because, like, um, Bridget Midler, she played, uh, shit. I think her name was Teddy. Yeah, her name was Teddy. She was the older sister, in case anybody needs, like, a reference. And then the little girl's name was Charlie. And, um, Bridget Midler, well, as Disney Channel does, they train you on how to sing and um Bridget Mendler made a whole album when I was in high school until this day I still rock that shit out and I just like sometimes I was thinking one day on one of my commutes to wherever the hell I was going because I don't even be knowing half the time but um I was like damn whatever fucking happened to Bridget Mendler uh and then I had wrote it down because that's the other like when I be trying to have I be trying to plan out the the episodes but at the same time I don't want to even though I be talking I want to kind of have some kind of frame or purpose of whatever it is I'm talking about or theme is what I was trying to say um but then I also every now and then want to like because I know I be talking about heavy topics at times so I want to kind of just throw in like updates in my week so I was in a car and one of her songs came on and I remember shout out to my friend Chelsea. Uh 
I was so convinced that I could sing. And so I tried to send her like a voice note of me singing alongside. And I was like, yeah, I sound good. Da, da, da. And she was like, okay. Like, if that's how you feel. <laughs> ah, Chelsea. Um, so I was like, her one of her songs came on. So that kind of took me back to high school. And then I think like maybe a day or two later, I had saw something on my timeline and they had showed whenever I paint my right hand, cause I'm right-handed. So whenever I have to paint my right hand with my left, I honestly just be painting and I be hoping I don't be making it look too crazy. And then I go back in with a Q-tip and, Q and clean it. Uh, but yeah, the girl who played Charlie in Good Luck Charlie, the little girl, she graduated high school. I was like, hold up. Cause she was a baby. I think it says she graduated high school. Yeah. Or some, yeah. Yeah. She graduated high school. Hold on. I put it in my, I'm sorry. I'm trying to paint my right hand. Um, as I stated. I'm painting my nails blue and then I saw this like holographic thing that seemed like a holographic paint that seems to have like a blue undertone. So um, I'm going to paint it on at least one of my nails and hopefully it comes out right. Uh, where's Instagram? Because I actually say this. I need to respond to I need to respond to a lot of people actually. Um, where is my no is it archived no it's in my saved um <laughs> i have to finish editing these i'm almost done packing for my trip oh yeah i'm recording this right before my trip um but i gotta finish editing these editing i'm gonna i'm gonna season some chicken i was gonna actually make the chicken when i got in the house but y'all know episode mini so seven and episode seven it was noise in the background because my air fryer was on that should be loud so i was like let me at least record the episode and then i'll do it so i think i'm gonna make some chicken but i also have some um pillsbury flaky biscuits i saw this recipe and i'm looking at the picture right now somebody took the biscuits and cut them up and then like tossed them in brown sugar powdered sugar um butter some other shit and then they made like basically they made more or less like cinnamon rolls out of the pillsbury buttermilk biscuits and that shit looks so good oh my god like my eyes are in the the eyes are my eyes are in the back of my head speaking of eyes i had <laughs> i had this person reach out to me on one of my platforms and they have like a face mouth fetish so they wanted me to open my eyes really wide and open my mouth really wide um so that was an experience but like what was crazy was he sent me these examples of like oh can you um can you do this uh and would you mind sending like a picture so I could see like if you can and I was like yeah I got you so I did it but I put it behind like a paywall and um he was like oh can you send it without the pay feature no because you just made you just asked me to do something and so if you want to see it like you know how I had to go get my ring light and I had to sit here because I had sent like he wanted to be able to see like my gums and teeth so I was like I don't think I can actually open my mouth that wide so I did it 
regularly and it was even giving me tips like oh tilt your head back so your eyes look more open so I did that but I didn't feel like it was as good as like what he was looking for compared to the video that he sent me so then you know the speak out mouthpiece I went and got that to open my mouth more so I sent them the two pictures so I did a lot like I did extra shit to try to see if this is what you wanted so I put it behind a paywall the two pictures and they weren't expensive it was less than fifteen dollars and he was like, oh, can you send it without the paywall? No. So then he stopped responding to me. And then somebody else messaged me and was like, oh, hey, goddess. First of all, if you're going to message me, send tribute first. My tribute is $50. Like, don't just be messaging me. So he was like, hey, goddess. Or at least state your purpose. Like, I understand not, not everybody's a financial stub. But don't be just coming in my DMs just trying to talk to me and say hi. Like, give me a give me a purpose and I don't for anybody that's not in this work and you're like oh well I'm not even trying to do that whatever the, the the point is if you're going to approach me approach me with a purpose like don't just give me the run oh hi oh you look so pretty you look like thank you but like I can get that elsewhere and when there are people that are literally paying and I'm not that was another topic I wanted to talk about was like conceited or being full of yourself because like I've I've heard some people refer to other people in the industry that way because they move that way but it's just like honestly truly as y'all know if y'all really listen I'm busy I just don't have time to just be talking to people and I don't like I I no longer feel bad about that because it's the reality of it but it's like if you're not at the end of the day, if you're not benefiting me in some way, and I, I do be getting overwhelmed, and I have a lot on my plate, so it's not for everybody, but like your average nigga, your average motherfucker, if you're not in my DMs with a purpose, and clearly stating your purpose, then yes, like what do you want, you're not paying me, okay, I'm not gonna talk to you, but like the people in this sub world, right, so this dude, he DM me, he's like, hi goddess, and I'm like, Speaking without tribute, like, not acceptable. Like, you, it needs to be a good purpose. So then he was like, oh, no, that's why I was actually messaging you because I was going to ask if I could send tribute. First of all, always, the, the answer is always going to be yes. Send that, send that money, baby. <laughs> Cash app, temptress mango, my initials, $50. Um, and he was like, oh, I was like, yeah, like, of course. He was like, okay, great. Like, this is my first time. Can I start with $10? I mean... You can start with $10, but understand you get what you pay for, too. You're not about to get all of my time. You're not about to talk my head off. You can't even meet the minimum of $50, and you think, and that, that's, like, the part of, like, these subs be trying to sit here and talk your head off about, like, oh, what kind of, like, they're trying to get free conversation and free connection and free content essentially out of you like no you just like everybody else is paying for this you got to pay for this too so like you we could sit here and I could talk to you all day about this that and third but understand that my time is money so he was like oh can I pay ten dollars and I was like I mean you can pay ten dollars but realize you gonna get ten dollars worth of energy from me which is little to nothing um and I was like you could try sending ten dollars times five and he was like please please can I start with ten I told you what I told you. You could start with 10, but if you send $10, realize until I get $50, you're not going to get another response from me. So if you want to send $10 today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, so on and so forth, or maybe the next week, that's up to you. But until I get $50 from you, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> he blocked me, which I respect it. I get it. But like, also, you, you need to respect it. And I guess you blocking me was respecting it. How did I get here? 
I started looking up. I was looking. For, oh, I can't um, unsave this because I already talked about this. I was looking for. I know I saved it. I know I did. Here it is. So the baby from Good Luck Char Charlie Mia Talarico Talarico um, Talaricio. I don't really know. Um, but she. Oh, that's what it was. She started high school this year because I was like, it's no way that she. Um, that she didn't, that she graduated. Um, but yeah, she started high school this year, and I just thought it was crazy that like I was just listening to Charlie, and then I or I was listening to Bridget Midler who played Teddy, and then you popped up on my timeline. She's a beautiful young lady. I wish her the best of success in her life. Um, but yeah. That's all I got to say. I think I touched everything. And honestly, I've been rambling. Um, and I got to finish packing. For the most part, I did. It's like the little stuff that I need to finish packing. And then I just need to get a couple more things in order. It's 1146. I'm supposed to go get Dixie at uh, 3. I told her I would be there between 3.30 and 3.45 so we could head to the airport. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Mango's message. Um make good bad choices uh because i made some good bad choices today my ear hurts um follow your intuition notice like become more self-aware follow like listen to what is going and i know not everybody's spiritual and things but i do think it's worth something we were talking about this in class uh last night about like uh dreams and looking into the theory and talking about like Freud and psychoanalytic and 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 all the really interesting stuff but um even if you're not like spiritual or whatever I do think like if you do notice something over and over and over it doesn't hurt to look it up just to get like kind of like a better idea and maybe you could find because there's so many sources the internet and knowledge is so expansive and of course you want to vet and make sure whatever information if you're especially if you're going to be spewing it out to other people that it is accurate or backed by some kind of credentials or something um but what's our booking number girl i don't know uh i don't know i'm recording i'll look oh i'll look it up when um, done. Um, almost, almost done. This bitch found it. LMAO. Never mind. Period. Okay. Um, who texted me? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, even if you're not spiritual, I do think, like, it doesn't hurt to look into patterns and everybody resonates with something else. So, like, everybody might have a different opinion on it. So, you could just kind of look at the different things. Because, like, even with the bee stuff, because that was more so into, like, the threes. But, like, the bees, threes, bees, ah! Um, looking into all of that, um, while I might not agree with everything or I don't think everything makes as much sense, there definitely are some pieces. It's like, okay, I, I see that. I see where that's coming from. Um, discernment, always and forever, but just like thinking about where I'm in in life and 
how other people fit into my life because I do think that things are transactional and because I'm in so many different spaces that I'm in now I just kind of like and I, I hate to have to do it but it's just the reality of where I'm at and what I've experienced with certain people is um having to kind of like look at some things as transactional and that doesn't always mean money that doesn't it means like you know I'm serving you how girl you asking me a lot of questions that I don't know the answer to but that like realistically you probably should be asking me the question I'm sorry y'all Dixie is texting me about like stuff about the cruise and honestly in this moment I'm trying to paint my nails I'm a little I'm not really drunk no more but I'm trying to wrap this podcast up I'm almost done I promise you but she keep asking me all these questions about booking numbers and and ship names and, and bitch I don't fucking know I don't know this is why I can't I can't keep being the planner for things when is somebody gonna plan a trip for me but I I'm the I'm the I'm the planner because I don't really be trusting my friends to plan stuff because I'm hyper independent but that's another episode for another day um trusting your intuition uh discernment just trying to kind of like think about people's motivations everything's transactional how am I serving you how am I serving me that doesn't always or how yes how are you serving me how am I serving you that doesn't always mean monetarily that just could just kind of mean in general like how are we both what are we both gaining or benefiting personally emotionally mentally maybe monetarily from being present in each other's lives um and I've always been I'm a, I love family. I'm fairly family oriented and my family for me includes friends. Um and I just don't want people to feel like I'm using them or and I don't want to feel used. Nobody wants to feel used. So looking at myself as more of a podcast, but also looking at other people of like respecting their space and their boundaries and not not putting them in a position to make them feel like they're just in my life or they can't they can't trust in me because they're in fear that I'm gonna like blast them on a podcast or whatever um y'all check out read y'all syllabuses and y'all student handbooks um and shout out to Disney Channel when y'all what happens oh I didn't finish painting that nail I, I don't I don't like how my nails look and I'm actually a little bit heated at how this came out. So I'll figure it out. Anyway, y'all be safe. Make good choices. This whole time I've been kind of sitting. I hope I didn't say any funny. Mm, I hope I didn't say anything funny that was in front of the mic because I've been like slouching and my the mic is right in front of my face. But y'all be safe. Make good choices at this time. I am deboarding the boat and headed back home. And I can tell you right now, I had a motherfucking blast.